Rich Lowry, of course, is the editor of the National Review, Politico, NBC, does it all. But his best work is every Monday morning right here with me. In today's case with us, Sid and Andrew, Richard Arthur Lowry. How are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going? You know what the, the, back, the background dancers reminded me of? Do you remember that? Really early Woody Allen movie, Everything You Want to Know About Sex. Yes, yeah, yes. He dressed up as a sperm. That's funny. They, that, they did that look movie. like that. That's a great call out of you. You know what was uh, actually missing last night? The game was great. It was one of the all-time great Super Bowls ever. Kansas City gets the win. They come all the way back. It was tied late in the game. It was a great game. Halftime show was terrible. I couldn't even tell you who sang the national anthem. Some black lady, she was fine. Um, but what was missing last night, which, or yesterday, I should say, what was missing that we ordinarily see annually at the Super Bowl? Uh, you're asking me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Tell you what it was. Every year, the President of the United States. Oh, yeah does an interview for the Super Bowl. The White House, this is according to CNN and MSNBC, the White House declined. Joe Biden did not do a Super Bowl interview. Even Trump got his ass kicked by Bill O'Reilly. He did it. So the, the question is very simple. Why do you think Joe Biden declined? <laughs> uh, well, he's not, not in great shape. Um, <laughs> he could get a, a tough question. I mean, he's blown a lot of easy questions. What was, that thank, what was the weird thing at a Thanksgiving Day parade? I forget exactly what it was now. Yeah. But he risked having that, that kind that of was, moment. First of all, he called in live that morning. Yeah. And the girl for NBC, for right, she said hello like 10 times. Mm-hmm. It literally took 42 <laughs> seconds for Joe Biden to acknowledge yeah. it. 42 seconds. Yeah. But I, I got to correct you on something, Sid. Chris yeah. Stapleton did the national anthem. Yeah. And it was awesome. And, oh, and he you, did. You, you're right. You're right. You're you right. the Eagles coach crying <laughs> on right. the sideline. No, he it did do so, a good job. There's something about that performance that yeah. was indeed like so moving. It was good. Mm-hmm. No, who was the, uh, she did a, uh, what was it, America? She, no, she did the, the black national oh, the anthem. Bl- you're talking <laughs> maybe about. that's what it was, Baby right. Did America the yes, Beautiful, very good. and then at very six good. o'clock, yeah. you know, it was interesting. At five forty-five or so, they had a Johnny Cash, the rugged old flag. Yeah, and I looked at it. It was it was great. It was really wonderful. Very American. I kept thinking in my mind, I was like, they're building up the NFL's building up social capital because they're about to drop something on us. And sure <laughs> enough, right at six p.m. The Black National Anthem comes out. So what do you think about you know, that? This, John Katz asked us like about that earlier. The greatest show on earth. And, yeah. and if you want to like do a time capsule and let people know 300 years from now what the mainstream of America is, that's it. It's like patriotism. It's some woke stuff, but not highly offensive. And it's a pregnant woman um, riding on stage and rubbing her butt. That's it. <laughs> that's America <laughs> in 2023. Yes. God help us. So I know that uh, you're a bigger baseball fan, big Yankee fan, than you are a football fan. And... You know, I don't think you were really all that excited about the game, but you certainly watched it, and I think you'd agree, one of the great games in Super Bowl history. Fantastic. You know, and I I was very invested in the Chiefs because I hate the Eagles. But the Eagles, you know, offensively, like, what did they do wrong? All right, the, the, the Hurts fumble, obviously. Mm-hmm. Punted twice, one bad punt, but they came, came within a foot of uh, covering that. And then a couple field goals when they could have gotten a touchdown, and they still lost. And they, and they lost to Patrick Mahomes, who is just, yeah. um, you know, we'll see how his career develops. But in his prime here, is, is as good as anyone and is one of the best athletes of our time. No question. The Eagle defense really let that team down, especially in the second half. They had no answers from Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. Uh, talking about no answers, we're getting very little on this Chinese balloon situation. Finally, McCall over the weekend told us what it was, which is, look, here's the deal. China is about to invade Taiwan. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So now they're gathering as much information on the United States to find out what we're going to be able to do to actually stop them or fight them during it. 
His point was all these balloons goes right to China invading Taiwan. What does Rich Lowry speak? Yeah, first of all, I never thought in my lifetime I'd legitimately see headlines. U.S. U.S. Armed Forces shoot down unidentified objects in over Alaska <laughs> yeah. over Michigan. But that's literally what we're dealing with. And apparently some of this stuff, you know, we don't know what it is. Um, maybe it's all Chinese. That would be very concerning because it's, it's a signal that they didn't get the message the first time when we shot down the first one. Um, I, I do think Chinese China is going to invade Taiwan. I, I'm not sure it's imminent. Um, but it, it could be the next several years. And, of course, what's, what's concerning, what we learned about that first balloon, it, uh, it, it picked up you know, radios and c- communication signals. So that's what makes it different than a satellite. That's why they need that, not just a satellite. And if you get something that sophisticated, clearly it's, it's sending its information back in real time. So we, we let it get everything, <laughs> and then we shot it down over the Atlantic after traversing the whole U.S. I mean, do you think that this is the reason why the White House didn't, take any action on this until eight days after? I mean, do you think it's because the president is compromised or were they just, I mean, were they just, did they just drop the ball on this? I think it's, they're scared of upsetting the Chinese and would prefer that people uh, didn't know. It's not a good story, right? Uh, Even if they shoot it down over Montana, they knew when when it was in Alaska or knew when, before it reached Alaska and let it come over the U.S. And they wanted the meeting. They want the so-called detente, uh, which is a fantasy with China. So I think if, if, People hadn't blown the whistle. So if people hadn't seen it in the sky, they never would have said anything, and Blinken would have gone to Beijing. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. You know, the uh, the Ron DeSantis-Donald Trump war has heated up. Uh, Trump has been throwing all the salvos. Obviously, Ron DeSantis, the only thing he said uh, in return, Rich, is is basically, look, I've done a, a great job uh, as governor. And uh, for all that Trump did for me, that was four years ago. Has he looked at the last election and how easily I won? That's about mm-hmm. as nasty as Ron DeSantis got. But this thing is going to heat up, and it's going to heat up in a big way when, in fact, Ron DeSantis does announce he's running. Is there any doubt, any, in which Lowry's mind that DeSantis will eventually run? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe maybe a slightest glimmer of doubt, but I, I was talking to someone who fairly close to him and thinks he gets in late May, early June, and you're right. He, he sort of has this. He, he can do do this uh, understated dodging of these attacks from from Trump. You know, I won, and he didn't say he lost, but that clearly is the undercurrent of it. The grooming thing, which I thought was really bad. Trump said he was you know grooming high school students because he went to one party when he was a when he was a teacher. Uh, yep. You know, he's like I don't smear other Republicans. So clearly he's saying Trump's smearing. Maybe that doesn't come right out and say it. So that makes sense for him now. You know, he's in Florida. He still has a job to do. There's a big legislative session. But when he gets in, it, he's not going to be able to do that anymore. And one of the unknowns about DeSantis, I'm, uh, as you know, I've been hiding him for a long time, is how he, how he responds to this. Because, you know, uh, um, tr- Trump is the biggest pig in the yard, loves getting people in the mud, and no one can compete with him. You know, because you ignore him, you look like a wimp. You try to fight in his own terms. He's better at it than you. So – 
I, I think DeSantis is stronger than anyone else was in 15 or 16 running against Trump, but that's still a big unknown. Well, considering he's as strong as he is, and we all know that Florida has been really a, a, uh, an amazing example of how to run a state, how would you, if you were advising President Trump on attacking DeSantis, how would you do it where you don't piss off some of your base? Because I know a lot of mm-hmm. uh, pro-Trumpers who do not like the fact and the way that he's gone after DeSantis. How would you tactfully do it? Yeah, that's a Excellent question. Um, I, I wouldn't insult him. I think that that's, that's hurt Trump because um, people feel defensive um, of DeSantis. I think Trump's message has to be, I was president of the United States, and um, this country before the pandemic, you know, which was out of my control, was in great shape. I've done it before. Um, you know, I, I, I've taken every sling and, and arrow to, to back all these Supreme Court justices, even when they smeared them like uh, Brett Kavanaugh. I, I moved the uh, embassy, you know, in, in Israel on and on. I did all these things, pulled us out of the climate agreement, all these things that no one else would have done. And I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that has to be his message. But DeSantis' message is going to be, whether he says it outright or not, hey, look, look, I, you lost, and I've done it. <laughs> I've <laughs> done it right. the last four years. And That's right. Choice. All right, listen, on the way out, again, I mentioned the fact you're a big New York Yankee fan, and during the pregame yesterday, Fox, we all know that Tom Brady's got a 10-year, $375 million deal waiting for him. He's going to take a gap year like my daughter, <laughs> like, a, like a college student, <laughs> and uh, go to Fox in 2024. But on the baseball side yesterday, Fox had Alex Rodriguez there during the pregame show, and they announced this huge surprise. Welcome to the stage, our newest member of the Fox baseball team, Derek Jeter. Now, Jeter yeah. walks out there. You can see, no matter how they try to sell it, there's really no love loss between Jeter and A-Rod, despite what they're both saying. And Jeter goes up there, and I thought for those couple of minutes was awful. Did you see it? <laughs> I mean, awful. My God. He gave him zero opinions. He couldn't hear. Nothing funny. Did you see it? I missed it. I missed oh, okay. it. I did, was it just in New York or nationally, though? That the, It must have been just in New York, these Mets ads. Yeah, I've seen the, the Mets I mean, ads. The Mets yeah. are, I saw are, the Mets. Uh, wow, I saw it, what, too. What a big oh, spending... Yeah. Um, Juggernaut, they are. Yeah, like yeah. Lindor's in the commercial on the phone. Yeah, and they've got uh, who else is in that? It's pretty clever. Oh, 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 Brandon Nimmo's in the commercial. Yeah, it's very clever. I yeah, thought it was it really good. good. Shows yeah. Cohen is putting putting a lot into this team. I He's the it. man. It's yeah. his town. Even now. as a Yankee fan, I love the he fact was. he's putting as much into it. Move over, Steinbrenner. <laughs> Here's Steve Cohen. Cohen's always been a Met fan. You're a Yankee fan. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, on the way out, anybody expected to jump in this week? Any one of these races? Um, well, we have Nikki Haley right in, on the fifteenth. Um, so, so, so we'll see there. Um, I think she, she has a tough road to, to hoe, but, um, pe- people like her and, uh, we'll see what she makes of it. All right. That's uh, coming up on Wednesday. Well, happy Valentine's day, which I thought at this point you'd invite me back to that Greek restaurant. Thank you. Enjoy. Uh, you're always great, buddy. Great right, appearance today. Right. We'll talk to you next week. Have there he week. is from a uh, not review, the editor, Rich Lowry who does a great job on this show, 740 every Monday morning. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800 560 for a free consultation. 
consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.